think well on it, or Reflections on the Great Truths of the Christian Religion for Every Day of the Month, by Bishop Richard Challoner. Twelfth Day, on the last sentence of the good and bad. Consider first how this great trial shall be concluded by a final definitive sentence in favor of the just, and for the condemnation of the wicked. And first, the sovereign judge, turning himself towards his elect, with a most sweet and admirable countenance, shall invite them into the happy mansions of everlasting bliss. Come, ye blessed of my Father, take possession of the kingdom prepared for you from the beginning of the world. Matthew 25. O happy invitation! Happy, thrice happy, they who shall be found worthy to hear that comfortable sentence. What unspeakable satisfaction, what torrents of joy and pleasure will the hearing of it give to those blessed creatures? I am filled with joy, says the royal prophet, at the happy tidings which I have heard. We are to enter into the house of the Lord. Psalm 121 But oh, what envy, what rage and malice will the retrobate feel at the hearing of this invitation, when they shall see several of their acquaintance called to take possession of that eternal kingdom, which they also might have so easily purchased, had they not their own folly and stupidity blindly exchanging it for the flames of hell. Consider secondly, and ponder, at leisure, upon this happy sentence. Come, says the judge, ye blessed of my father, etc. Come from the valley of tears, where for a little while you have been tried and afflicted, by the appointment of my providence, to the kingdom of never-ending joy, where grief and sorrow will exist no more. Come from the place of thy banishment, where for a time thou hast sighed and groaned at a distance from thy heavenly country to thy everlasting home, where thou shalt meet with all that thy heart can desire to complete thy happiness, where thou shalt be forever inebriated with the plenty of my house, and drink forever at the fountain of life. Arise, my beloved, the winter is now past. The floods and storms are over. Arise and come, O universal and eternal blessings. How my poor soul contemns all other happiness in hopes of having a share one day in this blessed sentence. Consider thirdly how the great judge, after having invited the just to his glorious kingdom, turning himself towards the wicked on his left, with fire in his eyes and terror in his countenance, shall thunder out against them the dreadful sentence of their eternal doom with these words, Go from me, you accursed, into everlasting fire, which was prepared for the devil and his angels. Christian souls, weigh well every word of this dismal sentence. Go forever from me and from the joys of my kingdom. O terrible excommunication, O cruel divorce, O eternal banishment, who can express, who can conceive, what it is to be forever separated from God, our first beginning and last end, our great and sovereign good. Ah, wretches, who now make so little account of losing your God by mortal sin, what will you then think, when you shall be sentenced to this eternal banishment from him, doomed to seek him during eternity, and yet never to meet him in any of his attributes, except his avenging justice, the weight of which you must feel forever. But take notice whether you are to go. When you go from God, alas, into everlasting fire, there to lead an ever-dying life, there to endure a never-ending death, 
in the company of the devil and his angels, to whom you made yourselves slaves, and who shall now, without control, exercise their tyranny over you forever. Consider fourthly that dreadful and universal curse which this just but dismal sentence involves. Go from me, ye cursed, says the sovereign judge, as if he should say, Go, depart from me, but take my curse with you. I would have given you my blessing, but you would not have it. A curse you have chosen, and a curse shall be your everlasting inheritance. It shall stick close to you like a garment for all eternity. It shall enter into your very bowels and search into the very marrow of your bones. A curse upon your eyes, never to see the least glimpse of comfortable light. A curse upon your ears, to be entertained for all eternity with the frightful shrieks and groans of the damned. A curse on your taste, to be forever embittered with the gall of dragons. A curse on your smell, to be always tormented with the noisome stench of the pit of hell. A curse on your feeling, and on all the members of your body, to burn and never consume in that fire which shall never be quenched. A curse upon your understanding, never to be illuminated with any ray of truth. A curse upon your memory, to be always revolving in bitterness upon a late but fruitless repentance, and the shortness and vanity of past pleasures. A curse upon your imagination, ever representing present and future miseries. A curse upon your will, obstinate and evil, torn in pieces, with a thousand violent and with all opposite desires, and unable to accomplish any of them. A curse in fine upon your whole soul, to be a hell to itself for all eternity. Good God, let it never be our misfortune to incur such dreadful curses. Consider fifthly how, after sentence has been given, the elect shall enter without delay into the possession of that everlasting kingdom, which God has prepared for those that serve him, where sorrow can have no place and joy no end. But as for the wicked, the earth shall immediately open and swallow them down in an instant, with the devils who seduce them, into the bottomless pit, when the gate shall be shut, never, no, never more to be opened. Behold the end of all worldly pride. Behold the end of all carnal pleasure. Oh, how horrid a thing it is to fall into the hands of the living God. Hebrews 10.